0: If you're a listener of the podcast and you have not yet downloaded the Manifest It Now app, go right now to your app store and search Manifest It Now and download it. If you like manifestation and you like the things that we talk about on this podcast, You're going to absolutely love it. It is where I keep all of my manifestation resources that I personally use. We have our inner tribe community in there where you can network and collaborate with other high vibe people that are on their manifestation journey. You have my subliminal library, meditations, manifestation courses. I bring in experts every month. It's a good place to be. So if you haven't yet downloaded it, go head to the app store and download Manifest It Now Join me on Tuesday when we do our inner tribe calls and connect with the other wonderful people in there. All right, now we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith. And today I have my friend Angie Lee on the podcast. Angie, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to chat with
0: you. I'm excited too. So we became basically like Instagram besties. <laughs> we talk all the time about all, all the things about everything you could possibly think of, and you are just a wealth of knowledge. So I, I like look forward to. It's part of my nighttime routine now. Like when I put the kids to bed, and then I can just like get on there, and you always have something insightful to share. So that's been really enjoyable for me and I'm like we got to we got to have you on the podcast to talk about some of this stuff and I know we'll only get to go over just a small sliver of everything we talk about but um I wanted to start with uh you leaving your career in the banking industry because I'm so big on manifesting a life you don't need a vacation from and you did that. You left your career of what, thirteen years or so, and and now you're home with your kids. You're homeschooling. So, how did that all come about? Did you have like a certain moment where you're just like, I'm done?
1: Absolutely. I had a lot of those moments actually. So, um, you know, we all have that dream of growing up and getting the big corporate job and climbing the ladder and thinking that that's going to be like the pinnacle of success, right? And I did, I checked all the boxes. I did what I thought I was supposed to do, do, did what I was told to do more or less. And I felt so empty at the end of the day. So I was sitting at my desk one day and literally you hear this all the time, but people talk about feeling like their souls getting sucked out of their body. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had two littles at home at that point. And I was like, listen, God, this is not working anymore. You know, like I'm having this conversation, whatever, with, with God sitting at my desk, like, I can't do this, you know. Every single day was like a struggle to just walk through the door there because things had, had just become so stressful. And mm-hmm. you know, it banking's a hard industry to be in, anyways, because you're dealing with people and their money, right? Right. <laughs> so um, I had just had two of my employees come back from vacation at Christmas break, and I was like, okay, something was just pulling me to go out of the office that day. And I just kept feeling this pull, like your life is happening outside these four walls. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm supposed to leave, like I might need some help. (laughs) Like I didn't just want to walk away from my job. So this is like a longer story, but I'll keep it short. I was driving down the road that day and I just had this huge epiphany. Um, I was looking up and I saw these rainbow clouds in the sky and it was like rainbow colors moving through the clouds. And I was like, how are other people not seeing this? What's going on? And I just had this like loud resounding message on my heart that my life was happening outside of those four walls, that my life was meant to be out here. Like I was meant to be living with my, you know, full on purpose and be with my kids. So literally like I look in the sky and got a message, right. <laughs> with the yeah. rainbow cloud. they were just so, so absolutely incredibly beautiful. And it was like this, um, Esther Hicks talks about in the law of attraction, like that being in the vortex. The feeling mm-hmm. that, like, seeing that beauty brought me and, like, just being able to experience that, like, I, I felt it move through my my body, right? And I was like, whoa, I need more moments like this.
0: Yeah. So
1: um, I sat down and wrote uh, a letter to my CFO with the, at that point, and I had no intention of handing it in. I was just writing it like, you know, law of attraction, what right. we're talking to you, scripting it out. And I was like, you know, I'm leaving to start my own entrepreneurial journey. And I'd like to leave with severance and benefits. Now, mind you, I wanted to leave on on good terms. So I had no idea how this was going to happen. And this is like nuts that I, I look back and this is how I did it. But literally one year later, <laughs> January of 2018, um, they told us that they were going to close our branch and make all of the smaller branches digital branches. And if we chose not to stay on, we would get severance and insurance. Wow. I didn't even have to ask. I never had to turn that letter in. <laughs> like, you know, Amazing. And
0: that's oh, my happened. gosh. Like, that's like such sense. a perfect example of the like, not worrying about the how, like just letting the universe handle exactly how it should happen in the easiest way possible. That's so awesome. Exactly.
1: I couldn't have ever imagined. Like I definitely didn't want to get fired. I wanted to leave with like integrity. But I'm like, how am I going to make this happen? And the universe was like, hey, we got this.
0: Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. So now you're home with your kids and you're doing homeschooling and all the things. Have you ever regretted um leaving? Like do you ever think you would go back? Not one second. Like
1: I felt so very tied to that identity for a while because, Mm -hmm. you know, I was the manager and I was Angie and you become this like, you know, in the community, right? Like small towns, especially you're at all the events, you're doing all the things, you get so wrapped up in that identity of being that person. Mm -hmm. Like you're the bank to that person, right? Or whatever your job is, you're the hospital to that person, if you're a nurse or whatever. right And it took a very long time for me to figure out who I was and what I wanted again. I just knew that I wanted to be home with my kids. And, you know, same thing. I always said, I want to be homeschooling my kids. Universe is like, hey, we got this COVID, (laughs) right? Like here, now you can homeschool. And we've been homeschooling ever since. They never went back. And like another beautiful part of that journey as well. Like this is why I resonated with you so much in reading your book about, you know, manifesting and just kind of like calling in all the things um I ended up pregnant like six months after I left my job with my now Mm -hmm. Mm three-year-old and you know I'd always she would come to me in dreams and stuff and like it was just the most beautiful thing ever and I'm like there's no way I'm gonna have another baby there's no way I'm gonna have another kid and then again surprise
0: that was was like I was asking the universe the same thing about leaving my job. And I'm just like, I can't do this on my own. Like, I know I'm never going to do it. So I need you to like, put something directly in front of me where I can't deny it. And that's when I got pregnant after trying for so long, and it never happening. That's when I got pregnant. And I instantly knew I knew, Mm -hmm. like, throughout every atom of my being that this is supposed to happen, and I'm not supposed to go back to work. So again, it's like dropping the how and like letting the universe. Figure that part out, and just trusting that everything will work out in perfect timing. So I, oh my gosh, I love that. So, but, oh, go ahead. go ahead. Sorry.
1: Another cool little story. Like now, I have three kids. Then it was myself and my two older kids, and we just always call ourselves like the magical three because we could just manifest anything, right? Like they'd go, we'd go through a drive-through somewhere, and my daughter would be smiling in the back seat. They'd be like, oh here's a free lemonade here, you know, just cause she was so cute and just so full of joy. Right. So on her birthday, November of 2018, she was turning five. She's like, mommy, I want a little sister for my birthday. And I was like, <laughs> not happening. Right. Like farthest thing from my mind. We know how that all ended, but the really cool thing is that Aspen's birthday, the date that she would have been conceived would, would have been right around her birthday. Addison's birthday, my middle child And so the joke is that like, you know, she manifested her, she called her in, but just tapping into that joy and imagination of your children as well. And maybe that's something that we can get into too, but just having that childlike wonder and joy and anything's possible, right? Like she didn't, she did not know that nine months later she would have a little sister and here she is like, I want a baby sister. And it's not always going to be that easy, obviously, you know, and people struggle with that and all the things, but just so much evidence shows up of what's possible when you truly just let it go. Right.
0: Yeah. And I feel like you hit the nail on the head with the whole joyful, playful energy. And I think that's, it's so powerful when we teach our kids about manifesting because they don't have all of the subconscious blocks yet. Like we as Mm -hmm. adults have, and all of the you know, societal conditioning. And they do, they have wild imaginations. And so they can manifest things like so quickly. And as adults, it's like, how many times throughout your life are you told, okay, it's time to get serious. And, you know, all these things. And we just learn to shut that part off. But that is the very part that leads to these incredible manifestations. So I actually, this morning, I was listening to one of your audios um, or your video, and you were talking about when your son was in school, there was like a teacher that said he's too imaginative or something. (laughs) And I was like, what? Like, oh my gosh, I hate that they do this because I think it happens to all of us. And then we do Mm -hmm. shut it off. But good for you for standing up for him.
1: You see, I mean, our children, when I think of our children, I don't remember like, I read this somewhere, but it it's it stayed with me. They are little treasure treasure chests, right? Like their imaginations and just all of their being is this little treasure chest that you need to protect, right? Like all things beautiful and good are tied up in your babies. And that imagination is everything. And it, it literally can go on to be their treasure when they're older, right? Like that's the new rich, that imagination that ability that they have, I mean, to, to believe in Santa and that excitement of Christmas. And you know, I was having a conversation with them this morning. We have the most beautiful conversations because they're with me, you know, I'm able to homeschool them. And these are not conversations that we would probably be having if I was still at work. I wouldn't be in the car with them, you know, driving wherever they'd be in school and I'd be sitting at a desk and just yep. having that ability to pour into them and then hear their perspective. You know, my daughter was like, Oh mom. And when you make this, you should make sure that you put in the list of, you know, the things that they want to experience. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she listens. (laughs) Like, but she's like also my little guru too. You know, like if you're open to the possibility of what they can teach you as well, and not just being that parental figure, like it's just this really beautiful relationship that opens up when you have the time and space to be with them and to listen to them. Like, I can't imagine what our lives would be like if they were still in school and I was at work. Like, I don't even want to imagine what that would be like.
0: Yeah, well, and I think a lot of people are in the same boat where during COVID, you know, you kind of got an inside peek of what was happening and what was being taught. And it's it made a lot of people, you know, change course. And I just saw some stat that was out where it looked at the... Um, I forget if it was the ACT or SATs, but like one of the major tests and the homeschoolers did like significantly better. Um, So, I mean, there is, there's just so many benefits and I know my daughter was home um, during COVID as well. And it was, it was great. Like she, she flourished with it and now she's back in school because she loves the social Mm -hmm. aspect of it. So we're kind of like back and forth with that, but Every time I talk to you, I'm like, man, this is so cool. Cause it's like you always have different things going on. Like you're, and you're creating this atmosphere where your kids are free to like think and kind of take a leadership role in their life. So you were saying how your son is getting into like, planting and Mm -hmm. you know doing all of these things like on his own seeking this stuff out and I'm like when do you ever hear of kids doing that Mm -hmm. and it's just something that most kids probably don't have time for because they're in school five days a week all day absolutely like if I think about the possibility if
1: I had had that opportunity and I was little and I mean I grew up on a farm so I did have that opportunity in some sense like I did learn a lot that way but I mean anything that he can think of that he wants to learn more about, he's just like diving right into and just right. I mean, the nuts and bolts of everything. He he can like, I learned so much from him every day. And if he were sitting in school, sitting in a box, that would not be the case. He would not have that opportunity. And maybe he would have that opportunity when he came home, but it's designed to keep us in the system and keep us so busy that we don't have the time to do that kind of thing, right? Well, they don't have the time to be the free thinker. And, you know, they were always telling him, quiet down, you talk too much and, you know, too much imagination and all these things. And I was just like, no, like we need more children or we need to be able to give our children the ability to think, do, ask, and not just follow the rules, you know, and not grow up to sit at that desk like I did Mm -hmm. and think that you don't have any other option.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up in the, you know, public school system. And I think back to it and I think about when I was a kid and I was like one of those kids, I was so afraid of getting in trouble. Like I was such a good kid. Like I had to, you know, be on the teacher's good side. And so I would see my classmates get in trouble for talking or asking a question without raising their hand. And I would see how they would get in trouble. And so I took it to the extreme where I was like so shy and so afraid to speak up or Mm -hmm. say anything. And it just like completely morphed my personality for a while. And Mm -hmm. I look back at that and I'm like, God, that was like total societal conditioning. And I wonder what I would have been like if I didn't grow up in that kind of an environment. So it's a lot of little things like that too, that we just don't even realize is happening until we do realize it. And then it's like, oh my God, it was so obvious, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like saying anything, um, against teachers because it's just what right. how they were taught and what mm-hmm. they learned. And it's just this pattern that continues to where we have a bunch of kids that graduate and are not able to think for the, themselves and just go and become workers and employees of companies. And, um, I don't know. I think we're ready for a big change in this world.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Like, I think sometimes if I'm like driving to this nearby town where there's a hospital and I'm passing a lot of people on the way to work and I literally like feel (laughs) heartbroken, like you can just see it on their face when they're driving down the road. Like, here we go again. And, you know, you're passing them as they walk into the door of the hospital, if you're going in for an appointment. And I'm literally like, I'm heartbroken for them because, you know, that's like the best job that they can get around here. And that's what they were sold. Like, that's what they were sold for their entire life is get this and, you know, go to work every day, nine, 10 hours a day make a minimum wage. And then maybe you can retire at 60, you know, and I have so much compassion because people don't see it as a possibility. And, you know, leaving your job and homeschooling your kids, it's not it's not easy. Like it's not all rainbows and unicorns, you know, like going back to one income when you were the breadwinner was incredibly hard, but like, you know, you make it work and then you find, you know, what your true passions are. And we have so many resources at our fingertips today that there's like literally no excuse for not being able to wait to find a way to make money. And I don't, you know, 90% of the time, it's probably going to end up being more money than you were making driving to your job every day you know, and it's going to be something that you enjoy doing and have passion doing. So, I mean, that's something that lights me up is just planting that seed of possibility for moms to be like, you know what, you don't think it's possible, but like, I'm proof, you're proof, like, let's make a community of women that see the evidence and the proof of what's possible, because if it's possible for you or me, it's possible for all of them.
0: Absolutely. I know I was sold on the whole idea of having a safe and secure job. Mm-hmm. And now I just I like laugh at myself forever buying into that because I'm like, the safest and most secure thing is being able to provide for myself and not mm-hmm. rely on a company that that is just going to lay me off, you know, the first sign of um, not having a happy shareholder or something like mm-hmm. that, you know. And what's so crazy too is like, it seems so scary and so impossible, but it's amazing how much is possible when all of a sudden you have 40 hours of your week freed up. Like it just, and I would think that I would think, imagine if I was not at work, I would have 40 hours to work on my business. Mm -hmm. Certainly I can do something in 40 hours to make up Mm -hmm. this paycheck. And you're absolutely right. It ends up becoming more than you ever could have imagined in your day job. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it. I'm like you. I want to be that alarm bell and wake people up to the fact that they don't have to keep um, staying with a, a job that makes them miserable. They can do whatever they want to do and make money doing it. And it,
1: it. It's also that conditioning of like, you know, when you go home at night, if you if I sat down and figured out how much money I made and how much time I traded with my children, So, you know, over the course of my career, let's say it was $600,000, right? I lost both of my child children's, like, infanthood, toddler, up until they were, like, five, right? Like, I lost all of those moments. And you cannot put a price tag on those moments because now that I've been here with my youngest for all of those moments... You know, we can't have regrets and we can't look back and be sad about it. You, I mean, you can long for those moments, but wow, you know, what an eye opener that I traded time for dollars and memories. Yeah. And I feel like I'm far more wealthy in moments and lessons and love right now in this very moment than I ever was collecting that paycheck, right? Like there's just something about that freedom, that time freedom of being with your family, and, you know, I'm like a rebel anyways, like I grew up in a very strict environment. And so when the time came and I like, you know, broke away, it was like, I hated somebody else being in control. Of me. And I think that's why I was always like drawn to leadership, right? Like I didn't want to be told what to do basically, <laughs> you know, and of course I always had a boss and had somebody to answer to, but God, just that freedom of being able to make your own decisions and not ta- like, I want to go on vacation oh, well, let me check with my eight other employees and see if I can go, <laughs> right? Like right. my son's sick at school, can't pick them up, have to call my parents, they got to go get them. I can't go. Like there's, there was just so many, like you feel like you get these. Um, you feel like there's like holes and there's like little bits and pieces of you coming out and your powers, like leaving your body because you don't have that freedom. Right. And then you're like trying to bandage up those parts of you and you're just a mess. Right. And you're like, you're you're always
0: drowning. It's like, you never feel like you can get ahead. And the way I look at it now is you could always make more money, but you never get that time back. Time is the one thing that we don't get more of, you know? And, um, so it's like, even if, you were to lose out on a little bit of money like for me it's it's totally worth it and it's just so hard the way things are set up for people to shift into that mindset but once Mm -hmm. you do it's like everything becomes possible all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and I I think that's when the universe finds a way you know finds a way to make it all work out
1: and and we always hear in manifesting like whatever you're seeking is seeking you right like so what are you seeking? What is your intention? What, what land are you living in? Are you living in this? For a long time, I felt it like it was this self-imposed prison. Like, why did I do this to myself, right? Are you living in that self-imposed prison or are you living in the land of possibility? Like, where are you choosing to spend, your t- spend most of the time, right? And in corporate, I think a lot of people are stuck in that prison that, you know, they don't see that way out. So, right. you know, people like you come along, coaches, myself, hey, (laughs) this is what is possible. Start putting one foot over here in the land of possibility,
0: right? Like see what your potential is, see what's possible. Exactly. And it is like a prison. It's like, just like you said, you have to ask for vacation time. You have a set time that you're allowed to eat lunch and use the restroom. Like it's insane. Mm -hmm. And you're just always rushing. And, you know, when you think about it, it's like, when I was stuck in that nine to five grind, I was like rushing through life. Mm-hmm. And I just look back at that and it does feel like a waste of a decade of my life. But I'm like, thank God I woke up to it now and not, right. you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now. Um, so that's, you know, that's like my passion now is waking more people up to it. And so it, now that like- you're home, like, what do you think you're going to do next with, um just the law of attraction and waking people up? Like, where are you kind of headed?
1: So I'm starting a podcast and that's been something that's been on the list for, oh my gosh, a decade probably. Um, And just really try, just getting back into building my coaching business, like 2019, you know, was really the last time that I was like able to like actively pursue it every day. Right. And then COVID hit and 2020 and all of these things. And I just kind of, sometimes we do kind of step back a little bit, right. And it's always been on the back of my mind to start, you know, pouring into it. There's seasons in our life. So now that my daughter's kind of, you know, out of diapers and all of those things, like homeschooling, I don't want to say homeschooling is easy, but you can fit it into your life, right. And do it whenever. So now I've opened up that time to like pursue my passions and start coaching
0: more and writing and blogging and you know, all the fun stuff. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. And <laughs> it's so true. It is just a season. I have to remind myself of that like every day <laughs> because I've got two toddlers at home with me and it can get really crazy, but I'm so at the same time, I'm so grateful for it. And I do remind myself like before I know it, you know, they're going to be older and they aren't going to need me every second of the day and, and things will feel easier, but it'll also be sad because they won't need me every second of the day so I'm just trying mm-hmm. to enjoy it and like soak up every moment you know I can for now
1: and we we just never know when like that last moment you know I think of it like I don't remember when I changed her last diaper right and it's like oh my gosh it's already gone and you yeah. just don't know when that moment ends right and
0: exactly. you're on
1: to the next season so you know one of the things with the journal that I was working on the cultivating joy is, We, we live for these big moments in our life, right? Like, especially if you're in corporate, you live for the vacation, you live for the Disneyland trip, you live for Christmas, like countdown to Christmas, right? So how can we actively pursue and cultivate joy every single day of our lives? Like there's that little blip in between when you come into this world and when you leave this world, right? Like you want that to be full like you lived full out and full of joy and, you know, living as an example for your children and finding ways to make the everyday life more joyful and romanticizing your life, you know, whether it's baking bread with your kids and making it this like big party or making dinner with them. um, Just turning those simple moments that we take for granted into moments of joy.
0: Oh, I so resonate with that because for Really my whole entire life, like every morning I would wake up feeling sick to my stomach. Literally Mm -hmm. every morning I was like, ugh, like whether it was school or my job. And once I got into the law of attraction, I started thinking, what would it be like if I woke up and I was feeling joy or just Mm -hmm. feeling like just not feeling sick, like just feeling okay and like being able to actually slow down and enjoy my coffee and oh my gosh like what if i could just meditate in the morning and i i remember like journaling thinking like okay god universe whoever's out there listening <laughs> i don't need a fancy like vacation or anything special i just want to be able to drink my coffee and meditate in the morning mm-hmm. like that's all i want and and now that's my reality and it is it's so it's so great and it does make your life so full just really cherishing those little moments and I think that's the one gift that I got from the whole corporate experience is I don't know that I would have appreciated it as mm. much as I do now if I hadn't gone through all of that stress and anxiety. Every
1: Absolutely. Day. I, it, I that so resonates with me. I just remember there would be days where I would go in and like, I didn't know what version of a human being I was going to get walking through the door that day. Like, was this person going to be in a good mood? Were they going to want to come rip my face off? Like you know it the job came with its perks but let me tell you like yep you know you were the bank to people so like it was you and you did it so i mean yes i there was one wish i had in particular like god please don't ever let me have to wait on this person again and mm-hmm. but yeah i don't same thing like and for me it's like breathing like just breathing being able to like feel into these moments and experience these moments and not be like on to the next thing. And, you know, just that rat race that so many people are, you know, in, and it's their, it's their normal and it doesn't have to be.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's crazy too. Cause I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much time I wasted every day, just getting ready for work and driving to and mm-hmm. from. And it's like, I don't have to be anywhere at any certain time. Like this is crazy. What do I want to do? Maybe I'll go for a walk, you know, and just little things like that, that um, that's it for me. It's like the lifestyle more than, you know, the things or, or even what I'm doing. It's just like the lifestyle and being able to just not feel anxiety all the mm-hmm. time. Cause that was a big one for me. And I, I'm sure there's a lot of people facing that and there is a way out. Like, That's, that's the overall message, right? Is like letting people know there is another way, another possibility.
1: And even homeschooling, just that gift alone, like I'm sure a lot of parents and mothers will resonate with, you know, the battle in the morning, whether it's the brushing the hair and the temper tantrum and you can't find the shoes and you can't the shoes untied and oh my gosh, the bus is here or you're going to be late. We didn't get your lunch. You didn't eat breakfast, like sheer panic (laughs) and chaos in the morning and you're trying to get to work on time. And, you know, there were some nights where I wasn't getting home till 6.30 or seven o'clock and then you make dinner and then the kids are in bed and you get up and you start it all over again. Again, this is like so many people's story, but stepping into homeschooling and making that decision and that choice was like, my kids can sleep until they're rested, right? They get to be children. They don't have to be taught how to be a good little employee right now. They don't have to be taught to be quiet. You know, they don't have to be taught to raise their hand if they have to go to the bathroom. You know, and I, again, like, I just have so much compassion for people that are, you know, they don't have a choice and that's what their kids are doing. And, you know, they're still at work, but I just want them to, they think they don't have a choice, but I want them to see that possibility that, again, if I can do it, you know, anybody can do it.
0: Yeah. Well, that was the heart wrenching part for me was, um, when I was in my corporate job, my daughter was still young enough to wear, um, every day like she would have to get dropped off at before school care and then she would have to stay at after school care you like drop them off in this place where like it's mass chaos it's just like kids running around the teachers are all yelling and every single day she would cling on to me and cry and it was like mom please no like I don't want to be here and the guilt oh my gosh like all day long I would have this mom guilt of like Great, I'm dropping her off in this crazy environment while she's still tired and she doesn't understand, you know, and it was just, it was, that was the hardest part for me. And I'm so grateful I don't have to do that with my other two now because, oh my gosh, it like would break my heart. And then you worry the whole day, like, are they okay? If they cry, is anyone nurturing them? Probably not. They're probably telling them to wipe their tears and get over it. And, um, that, that was like, basically the driver of like, okay, this isn't just about me. It's about my kids. And I think that really helped me get past the fear of leaving the job Mm -hmm. knowing like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be here for my kids no matter what, and I'm going to make it work no matter what. And I, and I have so far, it's been great in a world
1: where I think right now, especially where you know, there is so much, there's like a battle against the family, right? Like there's a battle against mothers and, you know, being stripped of what it means to be a mother. Right. Yeah. So in this world now, more than ever, like, how can we bring back those parts of us into the family and into the home? Right. I, I truly believe like, if you heal the matriarch, you heal the home. And how often do you hear that word matriarch? Right. Mm -hmm. When you hear that word, what do you think of like, wow, you know, like your mom, right? Like, the head of the home, like she creates the peace in the home. She brings the love into the home. Right. And if you broken bits and pieces of you are still having to go to corporate every day and fight that battle and then come back, like what version of you are your kids getting, are they getting the martyr or are they getting the matriarch? Right. Like, are you able to truly step into your blessing as a mom when you have all of those things on your plate? And I mean, I, tr- I just have such a passion for those mothers that are operating, you know, still carrying around trauma and burden from their childhood and from corporate or fr- from wherever. And like, they're not wholly being themselves, right? They're not mm-hmm. fully being authentic or stepping into their purpose and stepping into their power. They've allowed themselves to, you know, somehow become that martyr in the situation. And they feel, you know, that all that pressure. And um, just imagine like that matriarch energy, right? Like strong, powerful, taking control of your life and seeing the possibility.
0: Absolutely. And I think for everyone that's listening, you know, if there's anyone thinking like, oh, well, good for them, but that can't be me. Yes, it can. I mean, you and I were both Breadwin- breadwinners in our family. We, you know, it. it's not like we just snapped our fingers and made it happen. But again, like you're saying, allowing yourself to just step into the possibility. You don't even have to like make up your mind or anything just yet, but just start playing around with the possibility and ask the universe, say it out loud, write it in a journal. Like, could this be possible for me? Hmm, like, show me the way, give me a sign. And like, you'd be amazed at what comes through when you just open yourself up to that little possibility. And then that, like you said, it's that seed that's planted and then mm-hmm. it grows. And over time you get a little more confident, you get a little more um, knowledge and signs coming to you of like how to make it all work. And eventually it can lead to a completely different life for yourself and your family. So like anyone that's saying this can't be me. Yes, it can 100%. It absolutely can. You just have to open yourself up and allow yourself to go there.
1: Live in the realm of possibility and try not to focus so much on what's in front of you, right? Like whatever you see as your issue or your problem or, you know, that pain, like try to see beyond it. And I think one of the greatest Um, downloads I ever had was live from the blessing, live from the answered prayer. So, you know, as the mother and as the matriarch in the home, so many times, you know, we're interceding for our children and, you know, we're praying for them. And so many times we wait until there's like a house on fire before we, you know, really get clear on our intention and what we truly want. But what if we start coming from this place of intention of, you know i'm going to intentionally look at this and you know i this is this is my desire this is my intention focus on it you know get quiet get still as moms we are pulled in 18 different directions everybody's taking a piece from us we have to collect those pieces back find our peace by getting those pieces back our peace our tranquility and just take that time to get centered in and say, okay, what do I really want? And whether it's God that you pray to or the universe or your angels or whatever, like you have a team that's there to support you wherever they may be. And you know, you're not alone in this. You just, you need to get clear on your intentions and just start focusing on that, focus on the good. And sometimes it might seem like there's more bad than good but focus on that good and stay in gratitude for for what is there. And just watch that expand, and what we focus on grows. And if we're focusing on that gratitude, like just watch, like your suddenly is going to happen. It's going to come.
0: Oh my gosh, so well said, so well said. And if anyone is resonating with that, where can they connect with you? Um, do you have any resources or anywhere they can reach out to just, um, you know, kind of get started on this new path of possibility?
1: So my favorite place to hang out is Instagram. I'm on there as a thankful farmer's daughter. And I do have the freebie giveaway, the cultivating joy journal. Um, I gave you the link for that so they can opt into that through um, the link that you'll post. And yeah, Instagram is where I'm at. There's also a free scripting video. If you aren't familiar with scripting, that was basically how I changed my life and like something I'm a really big advocate for. So I have that masterclass in there as well.
0: And it's so good. So good. I listened to it this morning and it was amazing. So yeah, I'll link all that in the show notes so everyone can connect with you. And I have one last question. What are you currently trying to manifest in your life? Could be anything big or small, but is there something you're working on?
1: Dreamland. So a place to build. We're currently in a village. um, And I just, I mean, my son, especially like, he longs to be outdoors and he wants goats and cows and sheep and, you know, the whole nine yards. So, yes, um, I have my eyes set on a couple pieces of property. And the cool thing is, like, one of them is one that I used to, like, drive by with my kids when they were babies, like two and three. And we'd, you know, put our hands out the window and be like, this is going to be ours. Right. Like <sighs> pray over it. and declare oh, I it love it.
0: Me.
1: Yeah. So. And your kids the- are
0: clearly good at manifesting. <laughs> so, yeah, Powerful it'll it'll together. happen. Powerful oh. together. So. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Angie, thank you so much for coming on. This was great. I know it's going to inspire a lot of people. And um, we'll have you back on again in the future. And we'll, we'll talk all about your new dreamland.
1: Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thanks, so everyone, great. for tuning in. It. We'll see you next time. If you got something out of this podcast, then pay it forward by sharing it with a friend. This is the best way that you can support the podcast and spread good vibes. And if you're left thinking that you want more, you want to keep listening, then download the Manifest It Now app and subscribe so you can become a member of the inner tribe where we meet on Zoom twice a week and you have live workshops every other week by guest experts and you get to meet with a high vibe community and keep the conversation going. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next time.